0: 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham on Money FM 89.3. Money FM 89.3 12 to 1 with Adrian Abraham. It's been quite a journey for my next guest on the show. She moved to Singapore from Dubai on a project to open up a gym with her husband and then she was stuck in Singapore but plenty of opportunities came up as a result. Well, if you follow the F&B industry in Singapore, I'm sure you've come across her. It's none other than Twimmy Doe, marketing consultant specializing in social media and influencer marketing. Also happens to be the brand ambassador for Aperol Spritz here in Singapore. Welcome to the show. How are you?
1: I am great. How about you? Thank you so much for having me on the show.
0: Let's start with your job at an advertising firm. A few years ago, you quit that job to go traveling with your husband, Mitch, who's already been on my show. Why did you quit your job? Let's start with that.
1: So that was about like four years ago. I was based in Dubai. I had an amazing job. I love my team. I love the client I worked for. Um, and then I got poached to another agency to open um, their digital segment and social media in Dubai. And after a few months, I realized you know what? With all the contacts I've accumulated throughout the years, and they always like, you know, knock at the door and ask, like, can you do this project? Can you do this project? Because I'm a strategic planner, right? What right. I do and what I love doing as a creative, strategic person, is to come up with cool campaigns and cool ideas. So I was like, you know what, I might as well just freelance. So why not just sacrifice, you know, because when you work in-house, you get that stability, but when you work freelance, you sometimes have don't have that stability, but the advantage of that is that I can travel. So back then I would always travel in the weekends. And then I was like, you know what, if I'm freelancing, I can travel anytime I want, go to my client, have international client travel to them. So why not just take a leap? So that's pretty much what inspired me to do it. Um, With experience, you gain some confidence to, you know, just take the leap and go on your own.
0: And what was that life like, you know, just traveling for work and freelancing and working on different projects in different parts of the world, actually? You could be at a resort or a pool or wherever, really. What was that like to just disconnect from the world and just focus, but also have fun?
1: Well, first of all, working on your own is always stressful, right? Mm. So I decided, why not focus on what I really am passionate about, travel? So let's find clients that work in the travel industry. So find all these clients, and obviously, it's a good way to balance work and fun. So let's say a client is in the Maldives, then you know why not extend an extra week and stay there? and maybe even see other job opportunities to freelance and pitch for new projects while still having fun and enjoying life. So it can be very stressful, obviously, but you need to like try to find, you need to love what you do, that's for sure. If you don't like what you do, freelancing doesn't really matter because you're still gonna be miserable even though you're on a nice beach. So yeah, that's pretty much it. (laughs)
0: Yeah, because it shouldn't feel like a job. Otherwise, you just feel tied down and worn out and exhausted at the end of the day. This is before the pandemic battered the tourism industry. But just before all that happened, you came with your husband, Mitch, to Singapore to open up a gym here, I understand. Now, that wasn't the plan exactly to stay here full time. You were meant to go back to Dubai. What happened next?
1: Well, exactly. You were right. We were thinking, you know what, it's nice to freelance and do what we're doing, but it'd be good to have some, you know, different income streams. So we saw the opportunity of buying a franchise here in Singapore. So we opened our gym in Serangoon Gardens and now have a second gym in Burley Drive, a boxing gym. And the plan was to, okay, you know, open everything up, stay for a few months and continue to travel around the world and see our clients and because what I do is basically social media, content, advertising. So it's easy to do that on the computer and anywhere. So, And the reason why we wanted to go back to Dubai is because I kept a good portfolio of clients there. And it's obviously a very good travel hub. So in my mind, I was like, why not expand to Asia, my client list, and go back and forth into the two biggest travel hubs in the world, which is you know Asia and the Middle East. And then obviously after one month of opening our gym, the pandemic hit. And that's when the uncertainty started to drop on me. I was like, do I go back to Dubai and stay a lot in Dubai or do I stay in Singapore? But because we had the gym, it made more sense to stay here physically to take care of it. So we pretty much gambled and ended up staying in Singapore, which At the end of the day, I'm very happy that this happened. (laughs) And
0: Dubai and Singapore is the same but different. You know, we both lived in those countries. What were some of the things that stood out for you here that made you want to extend your stay?
1: You are exactly right. It is same, same, but different. Mm. And I think a few points made me want to stay here. Uh, Number one was the weather. In Dubai, the summers are outrageously hot. We complain here that it's hot but Dubai is just...
0: It's a furnace. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. You, you enter the sauna when you, you step outside. But
0: the winters are nicer. The winters are nice.
1: Oh, <laughs> the winter are beautiful. Yeah. Um, and then, obviously, as an Asian heritage person I love food Obsessed with food So mm. I, the food options Are much better here So that that was a big uh, You know Convincing advantage To stay in Singapore But again The third point was obviously The gym made us stay here To take care of it
0: you uh, pointed out food, which is, uh, you know, just incredible uh, here. It has one of the best, if not the best, culinary scenes in the world, <laughs> to say the least. So we're in conversation with Atwimi do, Doshi, a marketing consultant specializing in social media and influencer marketing. We have to talk about the COVID-19 pandemic and how it changed your life. It battered multiple industries around the world, affected the lives of everyone but for you, someone who used to travel for work, that was your life. You know, you came to Singapore to open up this gym with your husband and the plan was to go back to Dubai and travel back and forth and see how it all went. But when Singapore announced that it was going to enter into a circuit breaker, how did you react to the news and adapt to
1: life? To start with, I was a bit worried I was because I wasn't grounded here, right? I just came over to open a business and then the big question mark was, Oh my God, do I go home to my parents, which is where I'm from, Montreal, Canada? Do I go back to Dubai, where I know everything and I know that I can be stable with work? Or do I stay here and take the hit and you know what? Maybe it will reopen in two months. So in my head, I was like, you know what? It won't last too long. (laughs) It will be all right. Which I think a lot of people thought the same, right? They were like, oh, it's all right. We're going to be locked down for a little bit. Or people that are stuck outside, like, oh, we'll stay away and, you know, we'll come back in a few months. But that never happened. So it was quite. A shock in terms of habit, it, I really had cabin fever really, really quickly. Um, I did enjoy somehow being locked down because when you travel so much, you move so much that you know what, that was a really good break. So I was trying to see the positive out of it. And let's say that the last year, the, the whole year, not traveling yes was very difficult can be demoralizing but there's no point being negative and like being depressed right like it will will never change the situation so the way how i approach life and everything every situation is what can i do out of this situation how can i optimize it i cannot travel the world so how about i travel in singapore how can I travel through food, through people I meet? So I always try to meet the most people I can. I'm that kind of weirdo that I hear somebody speaking another language. I'm like, sorry, sorry, where are you from? Yeah, literally, that's the way to travel. And-
0: A social butterfly.
1: Yeah, not (laughs) (laughs) good word to say nowadays. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> but yeah, no intermingling, I swear. But no, it's just nice to find a way to travel locally. Like, we are so blessed to live in a city that has mm. a lot of foreigners, that has a lot of cultures. So, why not do it through the restaurants, through the tours, through the activities that we can find in Singapore? So, that's pretty much how I adapted to the circuit breaker and the pandemic, not being able to travel as a Canadian that the VTL only just opened recently.
0: Yeah, we'll get to the details in just a bit. But, you know, more on this whole lockdown phase. I talked to Mitch and as a business owner, it must have been tough because we had the circuit breaker. We had the heightened alerts, the stabilization phase. How do you keep up with all of this as a business owner? Because you have to open, you have to close and then you have to think about pivoting the business.
1: Yeah. Well, happily, even though we were not able to leisurely travel in Singapore, the rest of the world started to travel. So the regular clients that would have abroad, they would still have recovery plans to reopen travel. So there was always work. There was not possible for me to do physical work and how it works in influencer marketing right now, especially with the pandemic. Obviously, the airlines and the brands do send less press and influencers abroad for projects. Right. So there's a lot of back planning to do anyway. And with travel reopening soon, there's always you need, you need to plan for what's to come. And, and these things take time. So it was a bit dead in terms of physical travel, but there was always work to do. Not a whole lot, but still a little bit. So you got to pivot to suggest plans and be a bit aggressive and pitching, you know, like, oh, you know, not because we cannot travel, that there's no work. There's always plans to be done, especially with travel not being able to be the same ever again.
0: Yeah, it was an incredibly difficult time for you because I mentioned earlier, this was your way of life. You know, this is something that you did every day of your life. And multiple challenges came from the pandemic. You missed out on so many events. So how do you stay positive, you know, during this time?
1: I did miss out on like a lot of events. I really wanted to go to the Tokyo Olympics. All the sports events, you know, the F1, when they announced that there were no F1 in Singapore, I was so, so sad. Oh, yeah,
0: because you haven't gone Um, yet, right?
1: No, well, I grew up in Montreal, so we do a lot of parties for the F1. But, like, I only started to like the F1 recently because Mm. I watched that Netflix show. (laughs) Um, So I was like, oh, you know what? I'm in Singapore. I'm going to see the F1. Never happened. (laughs) Sadness. Um, The biggest event uh, that I'm sad to miss is the Expo. Yes, Dubai. yes. Uh, one, yeah, also one of my projects, which was huge and fun, but I'm stuck here. So I couldn't go back and forth to work on uh, the project. So that's that's one that I'm missing out a lot. And happily, Dubai has fell, I think, category three. So, you know, we. I think it, there's hope that we might be able to make it for Expo. So fingers crossed for that. Yeah, it opened uh, and it
0: looks uh, truly amazing. Postponed by a year, of course, but finally good to see when a plan comes together. And if anyone can pull it off, it's Dubai. Like they do things, they're always fancy, fancy, but they also know exactly what they want to do.
1: Exactly, exactly. And there's events locally. Brands are trying hard to keep people entertained and to do their activations, so, it's not completely dead. I think people are trying to work with what we can.
0: <laughs> so, but also a couple of opportunities have come up as a result of the pandemic. Brand ambassador for Apparl Spritz in Singapore. How did this happen?
1: Yeah, well, we actually call it the Apparl Ragazzi team. Okay. Um, ragazzi means guys, girls. So, I actually have a team of five brand ambassadors. And we call them the Apparel Ragazza, which is an Apparel girl, and Apparel Ragazzo, which is Apparel guy. And our job is to go around and make people happy, send them a beautiful orange drink and Apparel Spritz. And that happened because I was just out and about to, you know, events in the F&B industry, and just happened to bump into beautiful people that have the same mindset as me, and we we got along. And my personality—it's the same as April Spritz. It's super bubbly, super summer, beach. So it was just the perfect
0: match. Yeah, anyone who follows you will know that they only see Aperol Spritz. Well, the majority of time, (laughs) whether it's merchandise or the drink itself, uh, there's a lot of orange. Let's just put it that way.
1: Well, if you like Aperol Spritz, you send me a DM. Maybe I'll bring you out for a drink.
0: Yeah, I'm still I'm still waiting for my delivery, but yeah, okay. <laughs> oh, but, uh, well, you
1: don't DM me enough. Slide in the DM and say, to me, let's go for you know a beautiful summer drink." I'm like, "Yes, sir."
0: Yes, let's wait for uh, these restrictions to ease a little bit, so we can get yes. back to a little bit more normalcy. VTLs, we have to talk about them. They came as a shock because the numbers in Singapore were on the rise and, um, you know, the phases are still unclear, but the situation is fluid. When they announced that they were going to have a VTL with Canada, right? How did you react to this news?
1: Yeah. Uh, if I had to describe you so people can think about it visually, mm. think about a pole, like, a you know, like a, at a building or whatever, and me running around the pole or the building like of excitement because... That's how I felt. I haven't seen my parents for over two years, two years and a half. They're quite old. They're over 70 and I'm their only child. So for me, it was just like, I cannot wait to hug them, until they, you know, so it's obviously family, family, really. And friends going back home and and just being able to see them. It is. I'm sure I'm not the only one. A lot of people have been uh, stuck and not being able to see their family. So the excitement, it wasn't even from travel. I was so excited. Travel is so important in my life, but I really was excited to just hug my parents. So, yeah, excited for that.
0: (laughs) And have you planned, uh, you know, a trip in the near future to go to either Canada or somewhere else as well?
1: Yes. Well, you know what? With this extension of uh, until the end of November, I'm pondering the idea of seeing another country, part of the VTL. Mm. But what's for sure is that I'm going to go home to Montreal, freeze my derriere, but it will be worth it because I'll get
0: to see my parents. <laughs> of course, there's nothing better than yeah. being with family after being away for so long as well. But are you worried at all because this virus has been around for a bit and doesn't look like it's uh, slowing down anytime soon? But are you, are you concerned about catching the virus outside, maybe like in Canada or the States, say, for example? And, you know, that might put you at risk of coming back to Singapore.
1: I think I'm a really quick question. I think I'm actually very worried because I am going to Miami for five days before flying in um, Canada, and Florida has been for months and months like no COVID happened. So I think I think I'll still wear my mask. Mm. I'll still be careful. And be mindful because I will go back to my parents, which are higher risk, right? I think everyone is excited for traveling, but anyone that is from Singapore or a country that has restrictions like we we had are always going to be a bit careful. So scared that I won't do anything? No. I will still do what I want to do, but I will still have my mask. I'll be very mindful of, you know, the spitting, like when you talk and all these oh, yeah. things. <laughs> you know, I'm going to try to not be loud. <laughs> but yeah no it's uh, it's it's going to be it's going to be let's say a different way of traveling
0: Yep, it is going to be a different way, and the world is healing. It's just a it's just a matter of time before things start becoming a little less weird, and you know we can get back to our lives as we as we once knew it. We've been in conversation with Tweedy Doe. She's a marketing consultant specializing in social media and influencer marketing. Thank you so much for joining me on the show, and uh, I hope you have a great trip when you go visit your family. And uh, look to catch up with you soon.
1: Thank you so much for having me. It was great to talk travel again and glad getting back to
0: normal. To listen to more great interviews, download our podcasts at moneyfm893.sg or download our audio app. That's A-W-E-D-I-O. Available on Google Play or the App Store.